I'll admit that I'm not someone who is on the regular general scaling of um, people who are typically interested in uh, Disney Marvel movies. You got to say that now because hey, they're not they're different. Um, but I am someone who um, understands that. I'm in a pink starburst <laughs> at the moment. Gotta give me a minute. Because mm. I got the uh, only pink pack. <laughs> and then I decided to, hey, this would be a perfect time to do a podcast. Because, boy, I was smart. I was smart like a motherfucker. But, oh, <laughs> I'm just swallowing. Oh, I can't, like, <laughs> in all good conscience, I can't. You know what? I'm going to flatten this, put the roof in my mouth, and then uh, press on. <laughs> uh, just like in school with gum. And you're like, are you doing good? No, Miss Hannigan. I am a man. <laughs> I eat my gum. <laughs> so, um, I, uh, I'm not qualified at well it's not a matter of qualification i'm not the general target audience for when they drop like a bunch of hearsay or rumors or in talks type bullshit when it comes to movies because i don't give a fuck um i judge a movie based on the merit of when it comes out you know if i look at a trailer and it makes me hype then it makes me hype but when it comes out and i see it you know then my i give my evaluations then there but up until that point, it's just a matter of how the marketing was done. You know, does it look like something I'm interested in? Realistically, most of the times I can just watch one trailer and be like, well, I'm interested in this movie. And if I see any more, then it kind of ruins the movie as a whole because trailers typically give away way more to the story than you would anticipate. But, hell, that um that Free Guy movie, for example, with Ryan Reynolds, they recently had to do a new trailer. And when they did the new trailer, they revealed way more about the movie than I would have liked them to, but at the same time, I'm still going to watch the movie, but, um, yeah, like, they, they kind of revealed way more than I wanted them to, uh, but that's whatever, but, um, generally speaking, they always, because you, know, you got people like Screen Ram, BuzzFeed, a whole bunch of other whack-ass people who essentially just get off, like, they constantly are making and they just get off on Producing a bunch of articles and shit that just honestly are stupid. Um, Kotaku does this with video games. Polygon does this with video games. But you got people who do this on anything nerd related. and um, Or in that nerd culture aspect of comic book movies and um, TV shows. And essentially you just get a big pile of shit whenever they come out with something. That's just blown out of proportion for no particular reason. And um, one of those things is that basically I guess like a big in the ground, like, underground talks was that, uh, Doctor Strange is gonna be in the Spider-Man movie, and then I was like, who gives a shit, like, that's, that doesn't fucking matter, that's not news, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything (laughs) to the movie for me, the Spider-Man movies are shit, so, introducing or having another character in those Spider-Man movies won't do anything, um, hell, even though, apparently, there's, like, another rumor that, uh, well, I had from a friend, who was like, you know, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are in talks to appear in the uh, fucking Doctor Strange (laughs) um, movie. And 
And I was like, so? And he's like, you're a Spider-Man fan. Don't you, doesn't that make you happy? I was like, no, no, it doesn't. I'm like, what would make me happy is if they had another movie. Is if those two had another movie. And I was like, they're their own movie. That would make me happy. But them just guest starring or appearing as either a reference or isn't it cameo? That's not fucking good. That's not an exciting thing. That shouldn't make you go, oh, this movie is so worthwhile now. No, 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 no. The introduction of Spider-Man within the Marvel Cinematic Universe when they did Civil War. That was exciting. It was like, yo, this character's finally going to be put in the MCU. Let's see how they run from there. At that point in time, it was exciting. What they did to him when they introduced him was fucking terrible. Because he wasn't Spider-Man. He was what they wanted to be, wearing a Spider-Man suit. And then he ultimately just devolved into Iron Man sidekick. Fucking stupid. So... Obviously, like needless to say, I don't like <laughs> the MCU take on a lot of characters, movies, and whatnot. But they do a lot of shit that essentially would make comic book fans really happy. And then that would urge them on to spread it by word of mouth. But at the same time, people who don't know or don't understand how these movies function would just basically look out, like just... It would just be another tagline in the title or whatever. You have the, um, you have with Thor Ragnarok. Like, Thor Ragnarok is supposed to be the destruction of Asgard, and then I believe it's a, ro- um, a robot that Loki made that is just as powerful as Thor. And then, um, and so that title just made a whole bunch of people crazy. And it was like, oh my god, like, that's going to be amazing. And then when you actually saw the first trailer, it was like this whole movie is World War Hulk. <laughs> and it's like that's his own other fucking comic. And it just... Uh, uh, uh. But that's what they do. Same thing with like uh, Captain America Civil War. They didn't need to name that Captain America. It, it should not have been called Civil War. If anything, it shouldn't have been the Captain America movie. It just could have been an off-brand Avengers movie. Which would have been the ideal thing to do. And they should have done that. But they're dumb. So that's what happened. Oh, shit. That's just another way to get low-end people excited about shit that, honestly, they don't need to get excited about. But they do. And then it's like something that they generally ponder and have conversations about that ultimately mean absolutely nothing. Because most of the time, the movies just let them down phenomenally. (laughs) Like, it's just, it's ridiculous how much you can expect them. It's better to have a conversation of exactly what all they're not going to do in a movie based off of, or that has hearsay behind it, or is based off of whatever the tagline is supposed to be, rather than going what they're going to do that's going to be correct. Because they're not. Disney Marvel has gotten to a point where they're completely stagnant and just drained of any originality. So, all of the movies that are going to come out prior, especially during the Phase 4, are going to be shit. Um... You might not think that they will, but they will. You'll get at least two or three that'll even be worth anything before it finally hits Disney Marvel that they just need to change the entire scape of what it is that they're trying to accomplish. As soon as they finish everything within um, Endgame, 
And they should have had like a few TV series that were just like a couple of wrap-ups as well as like a few movies for other characters just because they had like, um, you know, an impending doom with these characters and whatnot. Like, oh, like there's still more going on with this villain or whatnot for a lot of um, superheroes that didn't get a sequel or whatnot, like Doctor Strange, um, prior to um, Endgame. So, uh, I said prior to, but pre-Endgame. So because of that, like if you had a few movies that helped finish them off, like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is going to do Doctor Strange, like yeah, that'd be fine. Uh, but uh, man, and Spider Man, I guess because of how it ended. But ultimately, you can easily do a reboot and just scrap everything. As much as people like to bitch and moan about reboots, the the people who bitch and moan about reboots are generally dumb. Uh, that's that's the easiest way to say that is that they're dumb. To listen to these people is to listen to really, really stupid fans. They're the fans who basically want one particular thing to stay the way it is and they don't want it to change. These are the type of people who look at Star Wars and can't picture anyone playing Luke Skywalker outside of Mark Hamill. And that's a bad thing. That is not a good thing. That means that realistically you can only do so much with this movie because of the actors who play certain characters because of the fan outcry. And um, the tenacity that they have over these characters being played certain ways by certain people. Look how many people have been Batman. Look how many people have played Superman. Realistically, you do not need one set person to be a character all the time. If you get everyone in that motion that, hey, we have multiple, thousands upon thousands of stories that involve this character. Some stories where they die and it's amazing. It's a, it's a well-written story. It's a well-written story that involves their death. But you're trying to franchise everything. So instead of just having this one-off movie, there's this, this well-written story, has this character's death, and then we just move on from that. Like, it's just, bam, we just made this one movie where this character dies. We introduced all the other characters. We damn near copied the comic book perfectly. People loved it. People thought it was great. Bam, put that out there, and that's it. We still have other people that can play Superman. People are used to new people playing Superman. They'll just look at this movie as its own movie. It did well, and then we can move on. That's all that you need. That's why I, I have stipulated before that DC is basically going in the right direction with this, while Marvel is just being stagnant and stupid. Because, hey, it's fucking Disney. But, um, yeah, they're being incredibly dumb when it comes to these characters. And it's like, there's plenty of books... And stories within these with these characters that will allow them to be utilized in so many different ways. You can have so many different team ups, so many different partner ups, so many different relationship aspects. You can have a multitude of just betrayal or times where they failed or moments where it's like you know you just just you could just pile it all in into one story, and it could just be an off brand story that has nothing to do. But it's like you tell people like this is actually a movie based off of a timeline within the comics all these characters are in the comics and it's like you want to see the aftermath of what happens it's in the comics but for the most part this is just one particular story that took place before that before these incidents and then bam we made it into a movie you can do that you have the right to do that as long as you don't cater into these idiots who sit there and tell you that who get upset every time you say oh this new actor is going to play spider-man which is dumb and it's like to get upset over that is stupid. Like, look how many people were upset at the fact of um, what's his name being Batman for the new uh, 
Batman movie. And the, the, the trailer came out, and it was one of the biggest things ever. People were just like, oh, my God. I mean, they all cheered and God at the um, gasp, I should say, at the same time, um, at the same little moment in the, in the trailer. But nonetheless, the idea of someone else playing Batman, it, it, it came and then it went, or the, the, the bitchiness that came from people crying about, like, there's another Batman, it came and went. To, to anyone who does make that statement, it's incredibly idiotic. And it's like, it just we're going to do another Batman. And it's like, yeah, because he's an incredibly popular character, it's going to bring him money, and his stories are what make him incredibly popular. The idea and the aspect of getting upset at just doing another one of his movies, when essentially you got one person feeling upset about that towards the millions of people who are going to look at it because they're just super fans. It, I don't understand how you don't outweigh these these options. Like you don't look at them and go, "Yeah, this it's dumb to cater to the one percent <laughs> in this situation right now because they'll get you nothing. They get you absolutely nothing. They'll bitch and moan and cry, but realistically, they're still going to go see the movie as well. So catering towards them is stupid. Well, instead of a Batman movie, why don't we do a Moon Knight movie or or why don't we do a Booster Gold movie and whatnot? And it's like, yeah, you could eventually but for right now to get people in the 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 feel of things and it's like if we don't want to take a chance you know it's like we want to have money where it's like we could throw caution to the wind make this movie and see whether or not it turns out good by all means do that when you have the money to do that but if right now we're going through what we're all going through and you kind of want to know something that you know is going to be a surefire hit (laughs) that you already know based off of the character alone is going to make that money to be able to Later on, produce a bunch of bullshit that either might get good or might not do good. It don't matter. We don't need to franchise everything. You really, really don't. Uh, like, uh, I love the fact that basically DC has decided to do this even in the wake. Like, they, they had the Joker movie. They're going to make a Batman movie. Uh, even while, like, Wonder Woman got her sequel coming up, they're making another um, Aquaman there's going to be another Justice League eventually. There's going to be a Cyborg movie. There's going to be a Flash movie. All of this shit that basically just is screaming out, yeah, they're franchising like Marvel, but they're a little too late. But it's like, no, no, no. You're missing you're missing a grandier, uh, just a, a grandiose picture, realistically. I've whispered that too much. I'm still almost finished with this Starburst. <laughs> You're missing the bigger picture, realistically, um, because of the fact that they're not catering solely towards this one franchise move, uh, one franchise string of movies, but instead are getting used to just putting out shit that is related to these comic books, even if it's not even a straight up rendition of a comic book story itself, but just these characters taken into a different story, which bring money in in the first place because of the character. The Joker movie in no way, shape, or form is reminiscent of anything within the comics. They made sure to actually do that. It's its own original story. But the movie is so goddamn good that it had no choice but being recognized for what it was. I myself, I have a copy of the movie, but that's not something I sit down and watch. It's an awkward movie. It made me feel weird when I watched it. I was like, man, this is 
this is an awkward movie, but I understood everything that was going on. It didn't make me go like, this is a bad movie because it makes me feel awkward. They're like, no, this movie is meant to be awkward. I feel awkward. This movie is doing a good fucking job. Like when you watch a horror movie and you get scared. It's doing its job right if you're terrified when you're watching it. That's how that's supposed to work. <laughs> you don't get to go, the movie was just too scary. Was it a scary movie? Yeah, that's the kind of that's kind of the fucking point, dude. <laughs> the roller coaster was going way too fast. There was too many loops, too many up and downs. It was just uh, not not reminiscent of an actual roller coaster. It was like that's that's what a roller coaster is. It did its job. It did it did its job. <laughs> The long line at the DMV was just too long. Yep, that's what the DMV is for. <laughs> it's for long lines. <laughs> but I digress. It, it was, it's, what they're doing is something that Marvel should emulate, not disdain from. But we already see that Marvel practices are really in the ridiculous. Hell, Sony needs to take a um, chapter out of this and decide to do that as well, seeing as how they own Spider-Man, the biggest Marvel character ever. And it's like, and they got all, everything that comes with that, all the villains, all of his amazing stories that they could possibly use, and it's like, dude, you don't need to franchise Spider-Man. The fact that um, Into the Spider-Verse did as well as it did should have been an eye-opener for them just that we could utilize Spider-Man any goddamn way. And it's like, yes, you can. You can make a real movie with Spider-Man with him fighting a crazy villain when he's younger. And then you can make another movie about Spider-Man when he's fighting a crazy villain when he's older. The video game also showcased that, hey, Spider-Man doesn't need to be in high school in order for people to um, freaking relate to him or care about what the hell he's got going on. As long as you just keep him Spider-Man. Which is what Marvel isn't doing. They're realistically they're banking off of he's in the MCU, and then he's Spider-Man, and that's all that they're getting from this. That's all that fans, when they look at it, are getting. So most of the people who look at it aren't really recognizing that this isn't Spider-Man. This is what makes people love Spider-Man. This is only being carried by what it's a part of. You need to see other MCU movies in order for everything to make sense. You need. To see a Spider-Man movie because it's a goddamn Spider-Man movie. It's going to be a big hot topic. But if you were to just sit there and utilize so many of the other different Spider-Man characters. The different storylines, the different elements. And you just have different movies where different people are playing Spider-Man. And then at one point in time, you do the Spider-Verse bullshit. To where you implement all these other random different Spider-Mans. You start off a story with it being Doc Ock fought Spider-Man, they swapped brains, and then he died, and then you bring up the superior Spider-Man. Bam! You do that. You got a movie. <laughs> it's like, you, you got a movie. Because that story alone is interesting. It's interesting enough to where that character has been insanely popular for a very long time. Peter Parker with Dr. Octopus's brain inside, who doesn't put up with the bullshit that Spider-Man typically goes through? He's fairly popular, and he's not opposed to, I believe he's not opposed to killing people. I'm not sure. Um, but at the same time, even how he handles relationships goes differently. He doesn't stay with Mary Jane. He actually gets upset that Peter Parker doesn't cash in on his genius. And, and just the idea of that alone is like, yeah, that could be a pretty good movie. It doesn't have to be connected to anything. It doesn't have to correlate to anything. If it does well, you make a sequel. If it doesn't, leave it alone. You, but you design the movie that way. But no one is thinking of that. No one is cashing in on that. Instead, they're trying to make everything connect and be a franchise. Like, that's why they're making the Morbius movie. 
a one-off Spider-Man villain that's not even important enough to to really matter in that aspect. But at the same time, they're also trying to do the Sinister Six thing. So giving villains their own movies, and it, it really has to see how that turns out. But they're trying to do this without introducing Spider-Man, who is kind of a cause for a lot of villains to become what they become. Hell, even Venom and Carnage. And it's like, without Spider-Man actually helping Venom become Venom, it's a hard game. But they're, they're doing it, because I, I enjoyed the Venom movie. I like the Venom movie. But still, it's like, you can just throw in a random Spider-Man. Piz, like, most people who will bitch and moan about it are going to be people who are just fans of just seeing Tom Holland play Spider-Man. But if you get them away from that, you wean people off of that bullshit, then they'll have no other choice but to accept it. As soon as you wean them off of the idea that only this character can play this character, only this actor can play this character, fuck no. Anybody can play him. That's the whole that's the whole purpose of an actor. That way we can just make Spider-Man movies every fucking year. It'll come out like gangbusters, you know? It's <laughs> like, well, just, like, damn near every year there'll be a brand new Spider-Man movie breaking in billions. And all we had to do was just rinse and repeat a bunch of storylines or just change up um, a couple of graphics here and elements there. Just bam, easy, real easy. And it's like eventually people might get tired of seeing Spider-Man movies. Y you think that. You would think that. But how you implement the movies and how you basically change the game when it comes to the characters. Hell, you have a villain in one movie, and then bam, he shows up as the anti-hero in the next movie. You have Spider-Man dealing with a whole plethora of villains in one movie, and then you got the fallout of that happening, which leads to the creation of another group of villains that Spider-Man has to defeat, which is its own, which is two separate movies in that. Just a smarter way of handling it than um, Disney did with, um, Star Wars, because Star Wars itself, everything that you make has to be canon, so realistically there is no breaking off of anything, everything has to remain canon or is correlated in some some shape or form, and that's Disney's fuck up when it comes to Star Wars, one of the reasons why it's so goddamn stagnant is because it does not allow for you to be able to just create and do different things with different elements, it's all one finite story, much like Harry Potter, um, but, you know, Harry Potter hasn't been around long enough for it to reach that, that threat, that bottleneck where it finally needs to break away from that. But the MCU was kind of putting itself into that bottleneck, which, um, which essentially comic books never had to worry about because you would just, bam, new author, new writer, whatever it is. And it's like, this is the same character, but it's a totally different story. And it was like, hey. People started reading them like that. You know, they got used to that shit after a while. You go to a comic book store and it's like, all right, I want a Batman comic. And then they go, which one? And it's still true today. So it should be the same thing when you go to buy a movie. I want to buy the Batman movie. Which one? And it's like, why not implement that? It'll make you money. And then it's just you bring in new heroes in the basically under the um under the guise of, like, introducing them or having them showcased in another movie or whatnot. And that just gives them more fame, which allows you to do the same shit with other characters. But no one's thinking. No one is thinking at all. And then you just get people who do dumb shit, like, look at articles and stuff that just stipulate small little things that are just nods and little tip my hats in the, the direction of fans for this little matter because wouldn't it be funny or wouldn't it be cool if this happened but it's like motherfucker 
it'd be cool if you just, like, you know, grit your teeth and actually kept these movies going, you know, and it was like, there's no reason not to do this with these movies, <laughs> and it's like, so let's, let's make more Spider-Man movies, let's do more with Spider-Man, don't just sit there and tell me where we're gonna have cameos in the Spider-Man movie, I'm not gonna get excited about that, I don't fucking care, and it's like, this, this is dumb information to get excited about, if anything, you should talk down with these actors and spit real knowledge and be like, hey, motherfucker, you know that realistically, if you was to say, like, you'd be willing to do an alternate Spider-Man story while you're acting as the character, they're more likely, you know, like, like maybe the studio will be likely to hire you again for that. Or would that be something you'd be interested in? In which case, then you have an alternate Spider-Man from one movie and then your Spider-Man from this movie meeting up, doing something in correlation to might be an even bigger its own spinoff that just deals with Spider-Man characters. Do you, would you like to see something like that? Would you like to be in something like that? But that's way over their head. It's just something goofy. Like, you want, would you be okay with being in a movie with Tom Holland and Tobey Maguire? Oh, well, I, would, I would like that. I would really like that. That'd be interesting. This actor says he wants to do that. And it was too hot for TV. <laughs> it's like, that. oh, that's another thing. Stop it fucking interviewing actors about movie premises as if they have any control over anything. They, their fucking job is to read a script. They have no control over nothing. They might sit there sometimes and be like, I feel like the um, the character would do this in the heat of the moment since I'm acting them. You know, like they might just get up and do that. And then the director will sometimes be like, okay, yeah, go with it. Let's see how it feels. Let's do that. Then they do it. And then sometimes the director will be like, that was good. That's great. Like we just, you know, just do it one more time then we can leave, and it's like, cool, or other times, they'll be like, yeah, that was cool, that was great, now let's do it like the script, and then we'll do it another time, then we can leave, <laughs> so, it's just, it, it's, there really is no power from them, like, they really don't have no power, so interviewing them about shit is stupid, and then just hearsay about these movies is really stupid, it's, it's all in the quality of the movie now, and it's like, there's so many superhero movies that it's just quantity, is not an issue. They're going to keep making superhero movies because it's just, there's so much more oil to suck out of that hole. <laughs> so just, they'll keep making superhero movies. And it's like, it is not a quality issue. It is quant it's not a quantity issue. It's quality. You have all these strings of bad X-Men movies, but you can, like, you can count on one hand how many X-Men movies are actually good. But when they, when they had Logan, Logan was just, mm, damn, that was an amazing movie. Just so good from anyone who grew up watching all these X-Men movies just to a nice farewell to a lot of these characters within the X-Men movie, as well as doing something else to just lead you on with there being more stuff coming with the X-Men in the future or what it could be, where it doesn't necessarily have to be just these prominent characters that you have always seen over and over and over again. Logan ended with X-23 and a bunch of new children that could have been mutants. And it's like, if it wasn't for the acquisition of Fox by Disney, who knows where that could have went um, in the long run. But what they did was, in, was an incredibly good and a wonderful way of saying farewell to these characters. But at the same time, now we got so many people bitching over who else could play Wolverine except for Hugh Jackman. And it's like, anyone could play Wolverine except for Hugh Jackman. It's just that Hugh Jackman was Wolverine for so long, you don't want to see anyone else. And I promise you, as soon as that person is announced, it's going to come with negative feedback until you see that character in the movie, in which case they most likely will kind of push him off to the side. 
he won't be as in, he won't be as intrusive to the story as um, Hugh Jackman was when he played Wolverine. He won't even probably be a major character that'll even converse with random um, with regular characters of the MCU, much like Hugh Jackman probably would have. Seeing as how damn near in the X Men series he is the main character, so it yeah, it's like this shit. This shit is so easy to see. It's incredibly predictable, but you got people who just. Are, Ugh. <laughs> they, just, they just get stars in their eyes and they, they, they get nostalgia goggles and they're just they're fucking stupid. It's like when the um, Detective Pikachu movie came out and everyone was like, well, it's not... It was like the genius idea of this is that it's not going to be the Pokemon TV show. But it's taking the concept of Pokemon putting in its own original idea and it was very true to the TV show. It's very true to Pokemon in general and it was a fantastic way of seeing like just humans and Pokemon finally interacting on the big screen outside of an animated movie and it was fantastic it was just fantastic and it's like you could do another Pokemon movie that doesn't need to be a Detective Pikachu movie you could just you could have a Pokemon movie where they're battling or something it, it doesn't matter <laughs> but it's like what we did see is that this shit could be done where it doesn't follow the source material but it stays true to the nature of the source material. And that, that's what Detective Pikachu was. And then you have something like Sonic. Which was similar. Sort of. But not as. Not as well done. As Detective Pikachu was. But I, I will say that Pokemon. I mean that um. Yeah Pokemon was a. Much better video game movie. While as Sonic was in its in its own nature a really good family movie which is what it was supposed to be and ultimately if it starts to evolve with its audience because hell i went to the movie theaters to see sonic and there was just as many kids there as there were full-grown adults because that's how much love people have for sonic i mean i've been playing the game since i can't remember on the sega genesis but it just it, it went to show you that you know you have older fans you have younger fans these people all of these people correlate, and if anything, it would just—it would only be natural to make these movies grow with the time. Well, with Sonic, definitely. With Sonic, it would definitely be like you'll grow with your audience. So you have him get into more edgy stuff. You have more um, hardcore things happening within the movies later on. More fight scenes, more um, battles, and things like that. More action stuff, if only to just further reach that audience because if you're still stagnant the people who grew up watching it are going to forget about it but if you grow with your audience you're only going to do nothing but bring in more people and it's like remember when sonic was nice and family friendly and it's like yeah then he started doing intergalactic space battles with these lizard monsters and they turned super saiyan this shit got crazy and it's like yeah it did get crazy <laughs> and i was like but that's sonic though sonic the hedgehog <laughs> It's just that that's always just something that just it pisses me off whenever I see it. Like I have, I have friends who share stuff like that on, you know, Facebook. You see things like that on Twitter all the time. And it's just like and it's just a quick little hearsay that just doesn't mean anything, doesn't do anything. But, oh, my God, like for so many people, it's just uh, it's just the greatest news they've ever heard. They ever will hear. They ever will hear. That's it. That's what I want to say. <laughs> the greatest news that they ever will hear. And they like they, 
they, they dare you to say anything else. <laughs> it's like as soon as you sit back and look at everything as a whole, and you go, man, this is fucked up. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's fucked up. Because <laughs> it is. It's fucked up. Yeah. Oh, terrible. Just terrible. But what are you going to do, man? Certain people just, they see the information, they hear the information, and they just regurgitate it. And then, as far as they're concerned, like, yeah, that's it. That's all that matters. But it's like, no, 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 no. It, um, and then even with the, the Spider-Man information with me, and it was like, because I love Spider-Man so much. And I was like, why would I be excited to see people I've seen play Spider-Man before and then play him again? And I was like, well, that's because I still haven't seen a Spider-Man movie that had Spider-Man down perfectly. Like, so, obviously, I'm still waiting for them to be an actor that I'll be like, oh, that was the best one. Because there is no such actor. <laughs> like, no one has portrayed Spider-Man correctly. Um, in any of the Spider-Man movies. I have my favorite movies, but no one has done Spider-Man justice in my eyes. At the same time, there's there's nothing to get excited about. That's not going to change the nature of the movie that I'm going to see or the characters that are portraying Spider-Man currently. It's like, no, 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 no. It'd be totally different if he was like, yo, Spider-Man Tobey Maguire coming back for another Into the Spider-Verse movie that's tackling a brand new Spider-Man that's probably going to show up in the Venom Carnage movie. Well, there you go, finally. And then we'll, Venom will get his insignia, finally, as well as Carnage being created, which would make sense. Like, all these things can be pushed into a movie. My God, it, it, they'll be shoving the shit out of it, but it can be pushed into this movie. <laughs> oh, man. But it's just, I, I look at this stuff and I hear this stuff and it's like, no, 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 no. Not at all. But what's a good example of it is, um, uh, I don't know. Um, it, it's see now that it doesn't even uh, apply right here, <laughs> but it's just the nature of getting excited over information and news, just because the information and news seems exciting. You see what I'm saying? But the nature of what it is they're trying to accomplish and what it is that they're doing doesn't matter. Um, much like with uh, Black Panther first coming out, uh, terrible to say it, but it's a perfect example, really. Um, I mean, there, there were people, there, there were all people from all walks of life wearing dashikis at the premiere of Black Panther, and Black Panther was is a comic based in a fictional area in Africa, but for the life of of so many people, it actually exists, <laughs> and they believe it exists, and. That is ridiculously sad. But the idea and the hearsay of this movie being done by so many black people, having so many black people acting in it, all of this black power, black power stuff going towards it, just, it sounds like it's a good thing. But then you go, okay, well then who who's mainly getting paid off of this movie? Well, you know, and it was like, who, who's mostly getting money from this? Disney. And then, at the same time, it's like, okay, well, why would it take so long for them to make this movie if they were so empowered by the idea of this movie coming out? Why is this character not even being perceived correctly as the way how his character should? You know, and it's like, why are we doing these things to this character in order to essentially just make this a regular cookie cutout movie like every other movie we've made rather than being innovative and new and different towards the idea of this movie that only a few of our movies actually had now that we have a character that generally is above 
a lot of the other characters that we've had in the series already, according to the actual um, character himself. And it's like T'Challa is a, is a freaking super genius. But in that entire movie, you've, not, you've never seen him solve not one problem through his own cunning wit or ingenuity. And it seems like that was just a, a big faux pas for a character who has always been presented that way and is supposed to be presented that way. But to the motherfuckers dancing outside with drums and uh, tribal drums and, and uh, spears and everything like that, it, it, that doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter what kind of forever. Just fucking idiots. <laughs> it's just really stupid. Oh boy, is that stupid? I, I just I don't understand. It's like I get fandom, I get nerdum, but that the toxic shit, that toxic shit that comes with it, that's where I draw the line. That the the inability to essentially separate the things you like with just the reality of where it's actually coming from, you know, it's okay to ignore it, if you want to live your life that way, that's fine, but I say, you know, don't, like, just don't not understand where it's coming from, you can ignore that that's where it's coming from, but just, like, at least you know, like, you're like, yeah, I know where it's coming from, but I don't care, that I can understand, that I can respect, I'm cool with that, it's like, hey, you know, Tobey Maguire and uh, Andrew Garfield are going to be in a Spider-Man movie. You're excited about it? No. Uh, I was like, are you? Eh, I'd like to see them in a movie. I understand they're just doing it as a marketing ploy to get other people to want to see these movies because no one else wants to see these movies anymore because Endgame is over with. But I understand that. But I still want to see it. Fine. I respect that. <laughs> but if you're generally excited about this shit, no. I have no respect for that. <laughs> like, you, you just, you're, you're like, yeah. No, I don't like that. I, I just ultimately cannot be a part of that. Uh, I just needed to, to rant about that for a minute. It, it, it ultimately does nothing. People are still going to be stupid. But we're seeing the change in tide right now as far as history is concerned. Um, we're seeing the aftermath of all this stuff and all of these things that are just eh, really not being... Uh, Really not giving the the pack the the oomph that it used to, you know. Uh, thank you, Rona, for that. But you're terrible, terrible Rona. But at the same time, you know, it's like they're gonna start having to ante up the game. They're gonna start changing up stuff. The MCU no longer is gonna be able to do that cookie cutter shit. The constant agenda pushing, you know, let's lesser one character raise another character type dumb shit that they are always doing. They're not gonna be able to do that no more. So, what exactly is going to be the fallout because of that? Are they going to stop their agenda pushing and their constant man-hating that they've been doing in a see of some of their movies so far? Or are they going to start actually, you know, getting down to business, copying some of the actual comic books that they own, that they own? The storylines that if they were to take and implement it into the big screen, it wouldn't even matter because they own it. And then the comic itself is nothing but a giant color is just a big ass storyboard it's a colored storyboard why not implement that <laughs> but hey far be it for me to tell you guys how stupid you you're doing things but it just it's like they they might reach a threshold where they no longer can do the shit that they're doing now and they just they ultimately got to change the game like hey you guys gotta actually put in some effort hire directors that know how to direct or coordinate a goddamn fight scene 
um, stop trying to get all these new people so you can save money with paying directors and actors and whatnot, but actually get people to put butts in the seats because you're running out of characters that put butts in the seats. So what exactly is your plan, you know? And it was like, and then the idea of an actor being the major focus behind putting butts in the seats at that time, again, it's gone. And it's like some, some people will sit there and care or they go like, you know, I want to see this person play this character or this person is being playing that character. And then it's like, eh, yay or nay when it comes to that. But that's a small fraction of the people who are just going to see it because it's related to what you got going on. You see what I'm saying? It's like just because it's a DC superhero movie or an MCU superhero movie, um, that's going to get a lot of butts in the seats. But whether or not the people that you get or whether or not it actually incorporates into a good movie... It's, it's all dependent on you guys. And I'm pretty sure the MCU is going to keep tackling exactly the same way they're doing so far because they think they're going to think that with Disney backing them that there's no way they can fail. But it's it's going to reach that head where they're going to fuck up. They're going to fuck up real bad. And then it's like, all right, we need to do something. Something else. And they're not going to have any idea what it is to do. While DC, it's a slow burn what they're doing, but it's like ultimately if they just stick with it, they'll be fine. Just totally block out the naysayers from it. And you just got to keep that consistency going. I get Rona fucked up a lot of plans, but hey, you got to power through it. <laughs> you just got to power through it. And um, that's really it. I, I kind of went on so many goddamn tangents with this, but... Those are the things that just popped in my head when dealing with the subject matter of just, hey, you like you heard this news? You want to get hyped for it? And it's like, no, no, I don't. But it's like all of that shit correlates and it's connected to that. So, ugh. um, all right then. Uh, before I go, let me leave you guys with another um manga recommendation for anyone. Uh. This manga recommendation is going to be Black Joke. Um, a lot of people probably have never, 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 never heard of Black Joke. But yes, black as the color and joke as a funny thing being told to you with an in inevitable punchline. <laughs> but um, yes, Black Joke is actually a pretty good and pretty interesting uh, manga. Very stylized, very... Um, detail-oriented, um, and gruesome, <laughs> I must say, it is very gruesome, uh, but it is a pretty, pretty interesting, uh, manga, not really a set main character, but more so just the interaction of these people who live within the city, where ultimately they kind of have no rules, um, but just the, the manga itself is worth a good look, because of the different stories and the different um, situations and things that they bring up within the story, but it's not really it's not really something that you would get more out of a shonen, where it's just this long overarching storyline with different arcs and different character dynamics and things like that. No, it's kind of its own singular, different story, different characters, their interactions with the stories. Just time kind of progresses. Uh, a, a manga version of the storytelling of Cowboy Bebop, if you will. Each character has their own major issue or something that they really want to deal with that might come up or it might not come up. But ultimately, the manga itself was actually very enjoyable. 
Um, quite interesting. Funny, in my opinion. And the art is just one of a kind. I would love to see this manga become an anime. But, I don't know. <laughs> like, I really don't know. Um, if anything, if I saw Black Joke become an anime, then I would have hope for... Um, uh, Damn, what is that called? Jesus Christ, how did I forget that? Huh, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot the name of it. Uh, it's the it's the the manga where you got a bunch of kids on an island and they're trying to kill each other. They made a movie out of it. But, um, oh my goodness, I can't believe I forgot the name of that. It's actually, it's actually one of my top tier manga that I kind of judge a lot of stuff by. Because it's like, yo, if this is gonna anime, you know. <laughs> but oh man, I can't for I can't remember. I just I just forgot that fast. I'm about to I, I like I want to say High School of the Dead, but that is not it. <laughs> oh. You know, it'd be wrong for me not to. I'm sorry, am I pandering? Yes, yes I am. There we go. Oh, how can I forget? Battle Royale. <laughs> and then I found that I did have it wrote, written down. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh my goodness. But yes, um, it is very rem um, reminiscent of uh, Battle Royale to me in its art style, as well as the gore and the action that it has in there. But it is very action-oriented, gory, and the comedy is there, and I find it funny. Not gut-busting funny, but nah, it's funny type of uh, manga. So definitely check it out if you want to. That's Black Joke. Sorry for the pandering. But um, it's it's a decent read. It really is a decent read. It's nothing too amazing or awe-inspiring or anything like that. But honestly, I I took it like, it, it's okay. As far as I'm concerned, it is very okay. Like, yeah, so definitely check that out if you can. Check it out before other people check it out, and then they go, ooh, I knew about this, like, way back when, and you'd be like, no, you didn't, you liar, you're only saying that now, because it's possibly getting an anime, I don't even know if it is, but that's what people do, so, that's it, if I have anything else to talk about, I'll definitely let you know, until then, my name is Daniel the Flame. this has been Fun with Flame, and as always, good people, I hope you had fun.